Hello, listeners. Jordan here. I just want to let you know that you can listen to Nighttime early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Include it with Prime. You are listening to the Nighttime Podcast. Hello, listeners. I love a good story of innocent chaos. And oh boy, do I have one for you tonight. To those of you aging gracefully alongside me, the 1990s may not seem to us like it was all that long ago, but it was a different time, and in a big way, it was a different world. Before the internet streamlined the way we did everything, and social media influenced every aspect of social lives, kids seemed to have had a bit more imagination when it came to the passage of time. My friends and I spent countless hours holding down fort at the local mall, we explored every inch of the woods near my house, and, well, we did a whole bunch of things that I wouldn't care to confess to at this point in my life. Now another big difference between that time and today, it seems like we children of the 80s and 90s were given a bit longer of a leash than these modern kids are afforded. But as anyone who lived a life knows, traveling to the ends of that leash can bring both an opportunity for adventure and one for absolute failure. In tonight's episode, we're gonna be joined by a fellow kid of the 80s and 90s, Ryan Somers. The nonchalance of the 90s afforded Ryan a rather remarkable story to tell. When he was a high school student, he was involved with an economics project that involved groups of students starting businesses. For reasons I still can't understand, Ryan's group decided on running a sort of gambling scenario that involved bringing a cow to the high school sports field and betting on where it would poop. Now, as you're soon going to hear, the cow didn't poop on the field. In fact, the cow's time on that field was very limited, but I dare say that every student in that school is going to remember that cow for the rest of their lives. Nice. Well, we got uh, just a hilarious, bizarre story for you. It's the story of beef gone bad, a cow <laughs> on the lamb. That's right. Ten RCMP officers, a pair of animal control officers, dozens of high school students, and assorted friends and neighbors have spent this Friday afternoon tracking a cow through residential neighborhoods in Bedford and Sackville. An ATV camera crew was with them all the way, and ATV's Jonathan Kay joins us now with an utterly ridiculous story. Jonathan. It's the kind of thing that can only happen here on a Friday afternoon, Nancy. ATV News photographer Kevin McDonald and I were out working on a completely different story when our assignment editor called us and told us we were getting calls here in the newsroom of a cow obstructing traffic in a residential neighborhood. Here's what happened. When the cow escaped, it was in the custody of this Bedford High School student. I was holding on to the cow when it came out and it, and it got nervous. And uh, when it got nervous, because all the people, it shook and its harness broke and he took off towards the woods. You might wonder what high school students were doing with a cow on the school grounds in the first place. Well, they were getting ready for an event called Cow Patty Bingo. Squares are marked on the school field, and if the cow does his business on your square, you win. Things went wrong. Okay, we just, we just tranquilized the cow now. Can I go? Hey, he's been tranquilized. Let it rest, let it drop, and then we'll get it once it's down. There's no sense in chasing it the rest of the day. That particular member of the RCMP hasn't received his wish yet, though, Nancy and Paul. Right now, that cow is still no. out here somewhere. Oh, no. We'll let you know how it turns out after he's captured. All right. Wow. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. So now that you got a bit of an idea of the craziness that went on during this incident, let's get to our guest. Ryan is one of the then short-sighted students who dreamt up this idea. 
And now, 30 years later, he is here to tell us the story of the 1994 C.P. Allen High School cow incident. Ryan, I guess we'll start at the end and then backtrack. So let's start present day. Who are you? Where are you? What are you doing with your life? <laughs> uh, so I'm Ryan Summers. I currently live in Toronto, Nova Scotia. And um, I'm, the, other, the other things I do with my time, I have a dad of four kids uh, and I'm also a physician uh, here in Truro. Really? Yeah. Okay, what, a, what an odd start for a physician as we'll hear as we go. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, the, the important work you do at a hospital or at a practice as a physician um, has its humble beginnings in a field outside of a high school <laughs> in Bedford. Uh, yeah. So before we get into the story of what happened back in 94 at CP Allen High, do people like, is this a, this story something that like friends and family all know? Like, is this something you kind of wear still? Uh, well, definitely my friends and, you know, the, my classmates in my year and the year behind me and ahead of us, like they all, they all knew about this. And, I tend to use it as um, as an icebreaker sometimes. I use it like in work situations when you meet new people and they like, you know, people ask, ask like, tell us about yourself and, and tell us a neat story. And I would say, well, you know, in high school I was involved with a project and we, we lost a cow. So um, yeah, it was pretty, uh, yeah, it's, it, and people find it interesting. And yeah. so, and some people might remember it, but yeah. Uh, but that's, that's yeah. understating it. We lost a cow. I, I don't know if the interesting part is losing the cow or the reason you had a cow at the high school or the fact that like it seemed like you know police uh students and animal control people chased the cow throughout the city yeah you know the, the losing the cow is just such a small part of it i think when yeah, people yeah. say tell me about yourself you need to say you're gonna have to sit down for this <laughs> i got a story for you yeah, yeah. <laughs> well let's go back to it i'm uh, i'm originally from cape breton i don't know cp allen high school and i certainly don't know cp allen high school circa 1994 when this goes down so tell me a bit about yeah. your high school experience what was life like then what was the school yeah like? it was uh we were the only high school in bedford a pretty big school about 1300 kids maybe okay um, and this is the original like cpa was uh originally on um rocky lake drive so yeah. it's at that school now and there's a newer cpa which is on the other side of bedford but uh but yeah it was a typical uh you know typical uh, high school and and uh this whole initiative was around a grade 11 economics project where we had to uh uh, had to start a business and okay. so we we had this event yeah that was our business um and this happened again it, this is 94 so of course yeah. the internet existed but for the most part this is pre-internet which is yeah. probably why when someone searches your name the first thing that doesn't that doesn't come up is you know something about uh, escaped cows running through a cow running through bedford but yeah. uh I want to hear about the origins of of the story and this economics thing, but I yeah. should just preface it by saying um, there's another kind of famous story out of Halifax. There's a clothing company called East Coast Lifestyle, and I think mm -hmm. that started with like, a, I don't know if it was a high school or, uni or yeah, a university project, project yeah. uh, like an economics project where they started a t-shirt business. It became such a successful that such a success that's like one of the bigger clothing companies i guess on the yeah. east coast of canada it, yeah. it it seems like that didn't quite work out the same way no, for you no we were like our the the our project actually never achieved its goal <laughs> but uh, the goal was to actually we raised money we and actually our teacher said to us like if you get any media 
you're gonna get 100 percent of the project i'm like okay this be cool and so it was the not the type of media we were expecting no so. uh not it should have been for a drama class not an economics yeah. class but what yeah. was what was the plan if it had to go gone according to plan yeah. how are you going to make money so the the, the project was called cow plots and the goal was to take our our, our soccer field divide up into um uh, sections and then we we sold off sections to people we did this for a couple of weeks before the actual event so we did it at lunchtime and and uh morning and mid breaks and any sort of parent teacher interview we're, we're selling it so i think it was like two or three bucks for each little plot and so the goal was to like we, we were aiming to make a profit but the goal was to actually um give it to charity i think we were going to give it to the iwk and um so we uh we were pretty smart we did some uh we went and got some funding we actually went to farmer's milk oh. and uh we asked uh like we said we're, we got the school project we like to like just use some money to for promotions and we made some posters and and we made t-shirts and um we wanted just just to get it off the ground I'm like yeah sure they gave us 500 dollars, and and um yeah so it was great we actually went out to the farmer's milk uh production company out in hammond's plains and met with them and they're totally supportive and and uh, we never really followed up with them afterwards because i I'm, like i don't think it resulted in any negative any attention yeah but... they're like take our name off that poster <laughs> yeah 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 in those days we all, we all posters like we had this poster campaign like are you like we had like like a slogan are you ready it's coming this day and then there's some mystery behind mystery behind it um and so yeah so we we uh we we knew a friend of ours her i think it was her dad or granddad uh had a, a a small farm outside of bedford and had a cow and and we thought okay well she's like yeah i'll bring the cow out and just walk it around the field and it'll it'll do its duty it'll, it'll take a dump and then we'll mop out that spot and do we thought this is pretty straightforward just and just to so, be clear so you have a plot drawn on the soccer and this is your plan you have the plot yeah. drawn on the soccer field like a bunch of random squares let's say yeah and you're selling tickets where people will for two or three dollars or whatever it is they would claim their square yeah your plan is to bring a cow there to the yeah. field and wherever the the cow first does its business that will be the they winning win. plot and they would win, you know, the money or half the money yeah. or, you know, whatever the yeah. case may be. And the, the posters, were they to advertise it to like sell more tickets? Yeah. Yeah. So we were just, we had like a school, I think we put it in our school newspaper. And again, like there's no, you know, texting or tweeting, like, you know, we're actually drawing these by hand and taping them to the, all the doors. So, but it was just to get excitement for it. Okay. And, um, but and did yeah, it work? Was... Because I'm just thinking in my oh, yeah. high school, I would have thought this was the craziest idea and I would have been all for it. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had a lot of attention. Like, uh, you know, people were, you know, um, they were buying plots. Like, like we had a good, we had a good, uh, like almost the entire field was, was sold off. I think we had some sections that weren't. And so we were like concerned, like we gotta make sure it, it actually does the duty somewhere, uh, <laughs> somewhere close to where someone's bought some land. Um, yeah. So, so we, we marketed it. Uh, we got the excitement going. We had, you know, Back then, I think still now you have your usual announcements over the PA and and we told everyone the cows coming at lunchtime and uh, the day came and it was like a, you know, the typical spring day where it's like that first warm day and like all the snow's gone. It's a bit muddy everywhere. So, and everyone was outside because it just, it was a nice day. And so the cow came in, the trailer got backed up and then kids started uh, congregating around the field. There's probably like several hundred kids at that point. And that's mm -hmm. at that point, everything went 
like completely off off plan. So okay, so we, before um, we get to that, that the, the you mentioned the cow was um, you had like a a friend or whatever who's who had like a hobby farm. Is that like yeah? Are, I, I think it's just like they had a piece of land. They had a couple like cows and maybe some sheep okay. on it. And and I thought like you know it would be like a a typical black and white like milk cow. I was like oh, that'd be cool, but it was like this huge bull with horns and. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. I've, like, I've seen the news clips it doesn't like yeah. when when i was watching it like all i know about this story until our talk now is what i saw in that two minute ish news clip from back in you know back in the 90s yeah. when this happened uh, i i assumed it would have been like a petting zoo brought a cow no. or something but no this is just no. basically a farmer showed up with like a bull a cow <laughs> yeah it was a bull and i was like it was like yeah, that thing looks like it could hurt people so. okay so and, you, yeah you, you hinted there to the cow showed up it's a nice day everybody's outside yeah. and this is where things start going wrong yeah I understand they drive like a, the cows like in a tractor or a trailer that they bring onto the field. It's just like a, I think like a typical like horse trailer. So there's a part where the the farmer just backed up his truck and um, and so everyone started congregating to see the cow and uh, he went in and started bringing the cow out and one of my classmates she was trying to help the help him guide the cow out <laughs> and the cow just sort of walked his head out, looked around and just ran and yeah. just like this is not what I want to do and just <laughs> took off. I think you call uh, it like noping out of there. The cow is just yeah. like, nope. <laughs> yeah. It's like, nope, no, I'm not, not getting involved with this. I'm leaving. And so the cow like, you know, got a pretty good truck going and start and like, didn't go like towards the road. It like went to the very back part of the field. And there's, there was no like other fence around the backside there. So it was just all woods. And where the old CPA used to be, like you could go through like a, you know, half a kilometer of woods and eventually hit a highway. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, so that happened and a bunch of my, my, my classmates were in the group, like we should maybe follow the cow, at least track it. And then everyone else started tracking it too. Like all these people just like for the heck of it were running along. And Absolutely. I'm sure if they had, if they had like cell phones back then, they'd be like, you know, totally live streaming it. But, but everyone just, I, I, there's a bunch of us, maybe a dozen or so just going through the woods and I'm there. And then at one point, like there's no one there, just me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have so, but, any plan of what you would do if you no, caught, like, I, like, I, I, I couldn't just, just imagine the crowd mentality or mob mentality. You're just like, everyone's yeah. running after the cow. Let's, let's go. The cow's probably yeah. terrified. Yeah. Um, and I, I was just hoping to find where the cow would stop and I would just stay there and yell at people, the cow is here. And then, but they just kept going and going and going. And so in behind the high school is uh, the highway that connects um, Magazine Hill mm -hmm. over to Sackville. And so it was, it's, and that highway was built up a bit. And so one point I'm just watching the cow and the cow is like climbing up this embankment and got on the highway. Oh my God. Uh, so got on the highway. And then uh, if you take that uh, Magazine Hill, you can actually turn off to, um, there's like, like a Cobbaquid exit. And so there used to be an old healthcare center called the Cobbaquid Healthcare Center mm -hmm. there. And um, it just went that way and just kept running. And then cars were stopping. And I was like, I just kept following the cow. Like I wasn't like in close to it, I was just tracking it. But at that point, the cow was like on a, you know, f uh, f double lane highway going in the middle. And it took the, the exit to Sackville, Nova Scotia. So Sackville's right next door to, to Bedford. And, and it's like our rival town. So um, so it went that way and then hit in the woods for a bit. And then that's when the cops picked me up. And you'll remember there's a, uh, in the picture, there's an RCMP officer with a mustache. Yeah. So he picked me up. And then I met another of my classmates who was doing a job shouting with him that day. <laughs> <laughs> he was a year behind me. And I said, hey, you're you're so-and-so's brother, aren't you? He's like, yeah, yeah. And 
what are you doing? He's like, well, just job shadowing. It's like, what are you doing? I'm trying to chase down this cow. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, one thing I need to know is when I learned this story, I was thinking like, what were the teachers like i assumed it was organized by teachers i don't know why no, but no. i'm just surprised a teacher hadn't put the kibosh on this early on do yeah. you do you remember like any resistance from the teacher of like bringing this random cow from a farmer to the school no like i don't think there was much thought about like you know liability and like insurance it was a different time <laughs> i think it's like we just did it like we just like i we told our teacher he said like we're gonna do this project He's like, yeah, that's a good idea. You should do it. And and like, there was like no like get permission for the principal. Like, I think the principal was pretty upset with us afterwards. I like, bet. I come. I didn't know about this. So. <laughs> but you know, back in the nineties, you just did stuff. There was no one cared about being sued. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's so. it's so true, and that's why it was yeah. such a great time. But when the cow escapes, I'm I'm sure immediately it's hitting people. And like for the, for all of you students, it was probably fun to chase the cow. But there must oh, yeah. have been some people on that field that are like, oh shit, like what yeah. did we do? Do you remember any of that, like the mood shifting um, to concern? Oh, that was my classmates for sure. They were like, this is terrible. We're going to go to jail. This is like, we're going to get in so much trouble. Like, this is going to be the, the worst thing ever. Um, but it, it wasn't like, I think kids were just like, the mob mentality took over and they're, they were just having a blast and hooting and hollering and, and just laughing. Yeah. And, and um, like no one, no like the only time people got hurt is they fell down trying to chase the cow. Yeah, like, the cow never touched anyone. Do you know how the police became involved? I'm assuming it wasn't one of the students that called the police. Do you do you know how that? Started? I think it was the point when the cow got on the highway. I think that's when the police got involved. So, yeah, uh, that um, that was one of my thoughts when I was watching the clip. It's uh, the the video news clip is like if a car had to hit that thing, like a cow, yeah. like hitting a deer or a moose is bad, but a cow is like a couple brick walls you know they, these yeah. things are huge yeah uh, it's like a like a moose like you know all the the moose uh car accidents you see like in northern new brunswick and newfoundland like it could have really probably like, you know, injured someone mm -hmm. for sure yeah yeah and in the news clip we see the police get involved um with all the students in the search for the cow it seems like eventually the cow is is tased not tased um like hit with a tranquilizer <laughs> i wish it was tased uh, no it was hit with a tranquilizer gun were you around like for this part of the search when they actually oh yeah shot yeah it? so that that point when the police picked me up they he then took me back to the high school and i met my fellow uh classmates who were part of the project and so we created we got some search parties uh, organized so <laughs> Uh, in the clip, uh, there's a really tall guy named Trevor Allen. He was our, he was our student council vice president. And so he was, um, he got involved. I think he just wanted like, not to go to school in the afternoon. So <laughs> a bunch of people like, like, I got a car, let's go. And, and so we went over to the exit where we thought it was at. And then like at that point, like, you know, the RCMP are trying to get a hold of things. They called animal control. And, and then the, and actually at that point, the next four hours the cow was going in and out of of um just the subdivisions of of lower sackball so uh there's first like drive it was going up and down that it was going through people's backyards and it uh it like it almost made its way to um i think close to beaverbank road wow uh, so it like went right through sackville and, and and like i mentioned it was spring and it was really really muddy and so the cow was like just sinking in people's backyards by like a foot down in and, oh, and it was really slow down. And then it get cornered, it would get cornered, and then animal control came out. They were shooting tranquilizers at it. And then they didn't have like tranquilizers that were enough to take the cow down. 
Uh, so they're like for, they said they were for like cats and dogs. And so the cow would just take a shot in the neck and just <laughs> throw it off and keep going. So, <laughs> oh, so how long did this chase go on for? You, you, it we've, started, we've... yeah, it started at lunchtime and then it wasn't until like six or seven o'clock in the evening until the cow would just like just stopped. And oh my God. Yeah. And so it's like stopped somewhere like in a, it was off a road somewhere next to like a park and, and so at that point, the the farmer got over and took it, and like he was the best of all of it. Like he was he was so chill, and and oh uh, he he was he was having a blast. He yeah, I saw he's in the news clip. They they talked to him yeah. briefly, and he doesn't seem bothered by it at all. He seems no. quite amused by the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was great. He was great. Yeah, he was a blast, and uh, we felt so bad actually, you know, putting him through this. Um, and so we we had some money left over, and we actually took him out to dinner for a steak dinner. Oh, really? Oh, to a steak dinner, like yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't his cow, though, but <laughs> but we took him out for a steak dinner just to, like to thank him for like putting up with us. Uh, so, as uh, were you there when the cow actually got taken down, or I, I'm guessing this is probably no, supper time. So you... at this point, it's supper time. I'm, I'm and my parents said to get home, and like the RCMP were trying to get us away because I thought that, I think at that point we're just making things worse. I bet. Yeah. Uh, and so a lot of us uh, we we took off. Then, but we, we eventually one of our classmates stuck around eventually I think it was like seven o'clock in the evening six o'clock they finally uh, got the cow contained safely sorry to pull you out of the episode like this but I want to let you know about another piece I did relating to this story on the Keep Canada Weird podcast, Aaron and I release short bite-sized episodes that cover weird moments in Canadian history. Several months back, we did a Keep Canada Weird Remembers episode about the cow patty bingo chaos. In a major way, this episode you're listening to now is a bit of a sequel to that. But if you did miss that episode the first time around and you're enjoying this story, you can find a link to the Keep Canada Weird episode covering this in this episode's description. Now let's get back to the conversation. This happened now, this... This would never happen now. A school would never allow it. I, I don't even know. No, they wouldn't allow this at all. They yeah. hardly even do field trips now in schools, no. let alone allow the students to bring animals <laughs> to the field. Yeah. Uh, no, we did crazy stuff. Like we would have like for orientation week, we'd have like jello wrestling and they would like, we just take all the equipment out of the gym and we just like, just do it. And we would just have jello wrestling uh, for orientation week. Or the the one thing our class, our class is probably pretty bad. One, one, one day we, um, they were a really popular teacher. They they moved his entire classroom outside and set it up the exact same way. So, <laughs> but you, like, getting, like you would be totally suspended for several oh, days. Yeah. Like well, that. so we got we got away with everything back then. I think the reason things are so strict now is because of people like you organizing yeah. the cow oh, yeah. patty bingo. Yeah. So you, you yeah. said there was no trouble, no heads rolled. I'm sure your teacher no. got to talking to. Uh, I'm not sure what happened to him in the end. So I, but he, he was pleased because we got media attention and that's what he wanted. He's like, if you get media attention, automatic hundred percent. So did you get a hundred? <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. We had to then figure out, you know, how do we actually award the prize money? So we actually, we took, we, we ended up just doing a draw. And so we, we took the map, cut it up. Like the map had people's names on it and <laughs> we pulled it out of a hat and that person won 500 bucks. Oh so. my God. <laughs> Um, so what, what, after this all happens, like that must've been the most exciting day of the year. What, like throughout the rest of the year, like how did the students view this? Or I guess it's different looking back in hindsight at something that happened years ago, but when it happened, did you realize how 
wild this was oh yeah next day was pretty crazy like everyone was just, just talking about it everywhere so and then you know the next uh the next class with our economics teacher he he was laughing his butt off he's like he has a really good project he, he didn't really achieve the ultimate goal but you did get some attention so but i, I think he, he liked it as well he he liked uh he, he liked to get attention himself so he, it, it fit well with his personality perfect well you know running a business um if, if things are gonna go wrong so there needs to be a little bit of like pr skills that you develop oh, yeah. so yeah i guess it worked out you got a good yeah. mark you learned a lot about when business goes wrong yeah. Oh, yeah. We did some media. We did some media interviews. So, like, there's media training. <laughs> we sort of our own on the on the spot media training. So, I think there's some like good lifelong lessons there for sure. Did you make it into the the evening news clip that that we've been talking about? I wasn't in it myself. No. Like, I, there's a point where, like, I think like there's a point where they got the RCP officer with the mustache. I was like behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, I think there's might be a clip of me like with like chasing the cows, but uh, that like 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 my classmates who were left behind at the school, they were the three of them were interviewed and they're wearing their our white cow plots t-shirts. Yeah, and, and they were one just of them, explaining what happened. One of them was a, a the young woman who I believe was the one who was helping to get the cow out of the tractor. Yeah, I yeah she was the one like she like so the, the farmer had this long rope on it and was pulling the cow out. And so she was very brave and she was up holding the cow and the cow was just like, you know, I'm out of here. There's 20 people here. And then she just sort of let it go. And then I like, bet. all right, I'm not, I'm not, this cow's got huge horns. I'm not going to be taken out by it. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing yeah. there was never uh, a cow patty bingo part two. You guys didn't try no. this again the next year. No, no, I think uh, I think we had a new principal the year after and she was very strict. So. Really? Well, I wonder yeah. if that's related to the what happened. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those CPA kids are crazy. We need someone there to actually enforce the rules. So. Yeah, that's who knows. Um, so yeah. how often does this story get brought up? Like how often I know uh, over the last couple of weeks, there's been some attention drummed up. But yeah. how often do you hear about the cow patty bingo chaos? Uh, not, not too much anymore. Like, I mean. We, uh, I remember like on, on social media and Facebook, like with my, my friends, I would, I would post like, Hey, it's been like 10 years. It's been like 20 years since then. Um, and it, it does, you know, I, I think my close friends, like they all lived it, they, they saw it, but uh, I mean, the biggest thing is, you know, when I, when I meet new people and you're in a group setting, I'll just, it's a little, it's nice, nice little icebreaker. So yeah. the people who first notified this about me were people I work with. They said, you remember that, that story you told us about, you know, losing a cow, like, there's a podcast on it now. So, so yeah, it's <laughs> uh, 30 years ago. Does it like time flies? Eh? Does it yeah, feel like 30 years? It is. No, it, no, it doesn't. But uh, it, uh, yeah, it is crazy that like, I felt like I remember just being 10 years, like in being in university afterwards and, and, um, but no, it's, it's like time flies and it, and it's, it was such a memorable day. Like I still remember all the details pretty clearly. Cause it was just, it was like a typical, like, you know, I we weren't sure like how we were gonna do the logistics of mapping out. Like we thought there'd be some drama over like whose plot did it hit, did you measure it properly? But the fact that it went like the complete opposite of what we ex expected is probably the the funniest part about it all. You, you certainly learned a lot, though. I think the idea oh, yeah. of of giving the students a long enough leash to hang themselves with, so to speak, yep. is you know a bit of trial by fire in the education system, and maybe yep. that's what's lacking nowadays. They say yep. kids lack, you know, like go get itness. Maybe that's because yeah. things are so safe now. <laughs> yeah, it, they let us have some some fun and and take some risk on, and so we learned the hard way. But uh, no one got hurt. Yeah, yeah, no one got hurt in the end. It's just people's pride and and maybe a little embarrassment as well. Yeah.
I want to thank you for joining Ryan and I for this episode of Nighttime. If anyone listening to this was involved in this incident or have any memories that wish to share, I invite you to contact me via nighttimepodcast.com as I'd be more than open to another episode covering this story. Now with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode, but before I do, let me give some thanks. First, a big thanks to Ryan for sharing an evening with me and with you, the listeners of Nighttime. A shout out to LJ from the Dystopian Simulation Podcast, who provides the intro and outro voiceovers. And lastly, but most importantly, a massive thank you to everyone who listens to Nighttime, as without your interest and your support, this show would be as pointless as it would be impossible. Now on the topic of support, let me thank the newest subscribers to the premium feed. Adam, Tiffany, and Barco, thank you for going premium. If anyone else would like to support the show, you can help us out here in a variety of ways. First of all, a premium feed subscription costs just a couple dollars a month, and that money funds the creation of the show, but the premium feed also gives you the episodes two days early, gives them to you ad-free, and gives you access to a full back catalog of episodes. That sounds like something you'd like? You can go premium right now at patreon.com slash nighttimepodcast. And even if you don't want to go premium, you can still support the show by simply sharing this episode on social media and letting all your like-minded friends know what we're doing here. Now, if anyone listening has any story ideas, wants to give feedback on the show, or would like to submit a question or comment for an upcoming episode, you can do all that and more at nighttimepodcast.com. I look forward to hearing from you. But until then, take care of each other, hug your loved ones tight, and let me know if you see anything weird. The Nighttime Podcast is written, hosted, and produced by Jordan Bonaparte. You know, I got teased for a long time, like, uh, afterwards, like, during high school. How so? Oh, I just, I think, you know, I I was trying to find my yearbook, and I'll try to see if there's any pictures of the yearbook of the events. But I'd uh, love to see that. People were, like... like they would write comments about like, you know, too bad the cow thing didn't work out. Like, you know, highlight of our year was the cow. And, <laughs> and so, but I think there is some like uh, pictures, like in, you know, yearbooks back then were like a couple color pages and black and white pages. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a couple of comments there, but then, you know, I, I got, I had two, I had two things. So the, the cow project was one, and then I was the, uh, I played hockey in the high school hockey team. And I was a goalie and my nickname was five hole. So, that's where all the goals like, I scored on yeah. all the time. So, <laughs> so if I go to my yearbook, it's all about cows and being and being a bad goalie. Day. Being <laughs> a bad goalie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this is awesome, right? I appreciate you filling in the blanks because so much yeah. of the story I had to fill it in, it, fill in the blanks in my imagination. It's I think it's worse than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just ironic that you know, it came up and it's been thirty years since because I was. I was thinking about it the other day, and I think I was talking to my wife. Or I said, you know, it's been 30 years since that happened. Like, I wonder if like we should do something. Like, uh, 